welcome to the Next Level Life podcast. I'm your host, Christine Corcoran, founder of Periscope Coaching, qualified business and life coach, Edis profiler and speaker. The Next Level Life podcast is all about taking your life and business to the next level. Each episode is designed to open up your mind to a new perspective and inspire you to live your life with purpose and passion. Each week, I will endeavor to bring you a new episode with a thought, insight or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner to help you push past your fears and inspire your soul. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my seven-week program, The Next Level Life Project, where I work with solo entrepreneurs who are passionate and driven about taking their business to the next level. On today's episode, I had the privilege of interviewing the founder of Joining Hands Australia, Ms. Kylie Lowe. Joining Hands is a certified social enterprise that pays its profits forward to provide wellness services to the homeless and vulnerable young people of Australia. Throughout the episode, Kylie talks about how she's overcome massive health challenges to turn her passion for giving back to the homeless into her mission and how she's become the voice of the homeless young people of Australia. We talk about how she started with a, with a vision and a dream with no business knowledge and how she surrounded herself with the support to take her knowledge and success to the next level. We talk about building relationships in business and how being aware of your inner narrative helps you stay on track with your purpose and your why. I really hope you enjoy today's episode and let's get straight to it. Well, happy Sunday morning. I'm so excited to introduce you to my guest today, Kylie Lowe. Um, and I just wanted to thank you for giving your time this morning. I know it's a Sunday, but I really appreciate it. So thank you and welcome. Thank you, Christine. Happy to be here. Awesome. So firstly, can you just tell us a little bit about what you do and what Joining Hands is all about? Mm-hmm. So I'm fan of Joining Hands. So Joining Hands is a social enterprise. What that means is we are a business, but the difference is we're a business that exists to fill a social mission. So our social mission is to provide access to wellness for homeless and vulnerable young people. Beautiful. That's, that's a beautiful mission. And tell me, what, does that, how, what effect does that have on the people that you work with? Amazing, profound. It's often difficult to capture the impact that what we do has. But in essence, a lot of the young people will share that it's the first time they've ever been touched in a healthy, non-violent way. Yeah. And that give back we delivers through massage, haircuts. We've just started running trauma-informed yoga classes with homeless young women at a youth service in Brisbane. Wow. Um, getting amazing feedback, which is really powerful. But in essence, it's that healing power of touch touching connection yeah which is huge you know and I think it's something that um when you think about you know offering wellness services to the homeless a lot of people may have the reaction of going but what's the point like or you know why aren't we then putting the money towards giving them housing and things like that but you know even myself when I've been a part of the days it is such a huge impact you know being able to do Mm -hmm. a haircut and give back to an individual that may it's been years since they've had a haircut or just that one-on-one connection where you can really build that relationship and know that there's no there's no they're not it's not about getting anything from it it's actually just about giving back and the way that they light up after that, I think, mm. is amazing. And I, I see now from being a part of the day is why you do it. So tell me, what got you into this? What's, <clears throat> where did it all start? Thank you. Thank you. It's beautiful for me to hear that as well. Because it does, it has that, there's the impact on the young people. Then there's the impact on our team and the business owners that come and deliver that mm. with us. It's beautiful. How do we start? So my background is psychology and 20 years in the youth homelessness sector. Then I'm also a homeopath, bone therapist and Reiki practitioner. So actually three years before we created Joining Hands. So in 2009, I was working for an agency in Stones Corner, just with homeless young women and their children, and started to run clinics. So a monthly clinic offering bone therapy and Reiki to both the young mums and 
and their children and gotten pretty incredible results. So remember one young woman, she had um, brain, like cysts on a brain, like so many things wrong with her physical health. She would get relief from pain. And other young people, one of the most common pieces of feedback is they're able to sleep. Beautiful. And get to sleep. A lot of the young mums say, I'm now a calmer mum. And it's also giving them tools and strategies that they can use when they're not with us. Yeah. Really simple tools to help them transform their lives. So did that. And then my boss at the time, manager and friend, who was studying at uni, suggested that we could start a social enterprise so that this way of giving back could become sustainable yeah and because it was my dream this is what i wanted to do so she wrote business plan for uni assignment i think she got a high distinction and then i took that to my cousin who is an entrepreneur on the gold coast he has a shop fitting company so i hit him up for 30 grand (laughs) and he said i've got goosebumps um he must have really felt your passion he did yeah and he's also he know yoga and natural therapies transformed his life. Yeah. So he understood the impact that it could have. It can have. So he said, "Sure." And then we had our first planning day, twenty eighth of January, two thousand and twelve. And then it all kick started. We did kick start. And just to add, why why kind of the change for me in two thousand and eight was diagnosed with cancer, aggressive cancer. And so there were seven tumours in my right-hand side, all through my lymph nodes. And Western medicine, I think after five months chemotherapy, surgery and five weeks of radiotherapy, still gave me about a 15% chance to live five years. So I was very, very blessed to have family and friends come together and raise... They raised $47,000 in one night. Whoa. Yes, well, there was 200 people in the room. Wow. It was kind of like going to your own funeral. It was, it was wow. surreal. Yeah. Surreal. But what that money gave me was I could access. I created the best holistic health team. I've got a whole other website that explains that journey. So then I came back to the Young Women's Agency, and that's when I knew that I wanted to do this. Yeah. I wanted young people to have access to what I'd just been privileged to. So another way to heal yeah. through trauma and abuse, neglect. Yeah. And I think too with your experience of it in, in experiencing in that sector for so many years, you'd be able to know that what you can bring and give back is that's mm. transcendent. It's not necessarily just about that feel good on that day. That connection that someone gets and the interaction, the conversation can really change someone's trajectory in their life. So that's amazing. So how did you find that going through such a challenging time to then be able to turn it around to look at it going, well, this was my catalyst for change? That's a good question. I still reflect on that sometimes. Um, it's It's interesting I don't like the word gift. I'm not going to say gift. But for me, some of the biggest learnings, learning to receive, learning to create boundaries for self, yeah. learning to say no, really embodying and sensing the depths of people's kindness and love was, I get emotional thinking about it, you know, yeah. incredible, incredible. And... For me, and gratitude, like the depths of gratitude for being on the earth. Yeah. And for people to come together and raise all that money for you oh. and you only, to take that and Amazing. to be able to go, well, I can receive that, That's that would be huge. Mm, it was. And so then you've taken that to want to be able to give back as well. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Amazing. I love this. 
Um, so tell me a little bit more about the concept that you've created for your ambassadors. So you have a lot of businesses come on board mm -hmm. to support and give back themselves. But tell me a bit about the ambassador program. So <clears throat> I love our ambassador program. It lights me up no end. So that we created the ambassador program was born end of 2014 as a concept and idea. And I believe we spent about seven, eight months in development. Yeah. And launched early 2015. And that came about from looking at, we had got a few key businesses that have been with us from the start and really starting to realize that this was a need for business owners and people that they, they wanted a way to give back, yeah. but weren't sure how to do that yeah. or where to even start. So the ambassador program, so we've kind of created a platform in a way that business owners or sole traders can become an ambassador through a subscription model and there's different levels of contribution and then there's different benefits as well yeah. to being an ambassador. And we've now got an incredible 82 businesses on board and it's growing around Australia, which is amazing. Which is awesome. It is. And then you also have a component that what I love about the Ambassadors Program is that, yes, it's an a, a opportunity for you to give back. And I think in business in this day and age that our people who are purchasing from us or who are enrolling in our programs or are becoming clients of ours want to know or consumers even in general want to know who they're buying from and they want to know the people they're buying from actually care about them and the community. So being able to give back is huge. And I love that you said that because it was difficult for a long time, even just to volunteer. Mm. Like, I mean, there's so many times that I looked and jumped online and whether the government made it difficult or whatever, it was like these difficult times and how much you had to give. And, you know, it was very difficult to find a platform that you could actually give back. But what I love about what you've done with the ambassador program is that it's not just about giving back. You give so much to the business owners as well. So tell me a little bit more about like you've got a retreat coming up mm -hmm. and the leaders with soul and things like that that you do. Yes. Thank you. So in terms of yet yeah, being an ambassador, some of the benefits are we're running a mini retreat next month for ambassadors as a gratitude to them for being with us. And that, morning will be beautiful food and a gentle yoga class and a mini business workshop and leaders with soul is a monthly real life event that again brings together our ambassador community plus other business owners and we bring in industry leaders who share their how so how did you build your business what failed what didn't work we have yummy food we we dance, we meditate. Just a really powerful, beautiful collective as well. Fun um, platform just to network as well. It is. Networking with soul. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Love that. Awesome. So tell me, what do you feel has been one of your biggest lessons that you've learned through business? I'm smiling. <laughs> which one? Which one? You could choose a couple. <laughs> I reflected on this recently, and we were just talking about this before, Looking back, I, because I had no business training, none, started with a vision and a dream, a hell of a lot of passion, but clueless around how to start a business, yeah. what that looked like. And I did in 2014, so this was two and a half years in when I was selected to go through Impact Academy, which was a social entrepreneur business accelerator program which changed everything so my greatest learnings and what i would offer is to access access support access coaching at the start you will actually that investment will save you time it will save you money that's one of my biggest learnings and now constantly reaching out to work with the right people yeah. for where we're at because I only know this tiny amount. And also learning what are my strengths, what are my skill sets, who do I need in our team. And I know what my strengths are. They're storytelling, they're networking, they're connecting. Yeah. Those bits I love. And I know what my strengths are not. Yeah. 
as totally well. right. Yes. And that's so important to be to almost take responsibility for that and go, well, I can't do everything. Mm-hmm. And there are things that, you know, you may be able to do well, but you will not necessarily do great. Mm-hmm. And that's totally normal like for human beings. And to know that you're going to need a team behind you to build that and to be able to impart your passion onto the person, but then let them do what they do best. Absolutely. It's huge in business. I love that. Awesome. So, and, and then also too, like with, how do you feel that the, just going back to the ambassador program, mm-hmm. how do you feel that being a part of what you do with them impacts their business? So at the moment I'm contacting and phoning a lot of our ambassadors and the feedback's been amazing and really interesting. And they, some of our businesses explained that because they have our branding, like when you sign up, for those that have a physical space, you get a beautiful sticker, the logo, poster, so you get marketing material. They share that their clients love that they're connected in with community yeah. and that's another way that they can they can give back. So how, how does it affect their business, their bottom line? Also, we list you as a business that is giving back on mm-hmm. our website. So that helps your business as well. And we will share about our ambassadors through our social media. Yeah. We profile an ambassador each month in our newsletter that goes out to our greater community as well. So for us, it's about educating community and going, hey, come to our website, have a look at this list of amazing businesses who are who are doing good. Awesome. Beautiful. So what do you think the, um, obviously being a part of such a social conscious business, how do you feel that that's different to running a normal business? That's a good question. I've never thought about that and I haven't been asked that. I've never run a normal business. Normal business. I don't even have a sense of what that would be like. That's all right. I can't imagine... It would be easier, yeah. I imagine. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, potentially it's interesting. My business coach who did, went through Impact Academy, we run a business and we run a give-back program. Yeah. So there's two There's two elements. We have to still run an amazing business Yeah. and we run a community program. Yeah. So it's... Two in one, it's yeah. It's double. Totally. That's full on. It's really... It's different. So... I don't know what that would be like because, I I mean, social justice weaves through my whole being and it's what I've done from when I was little. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. How important do you feel social media is about getting your message out there? Very. Do you get a lot of interaction on social media? Yes. Yeah. But, again, that takes time, consistency. And we started, like, we've grown organically we're in community. We did a lot of events. We still do events, not as many. Yeah. And just building, building that community, building real life connection as well yeah. at events. And you mentioned getting that support along the way. How, is it, how important is it to align yourself with the people who have maybe come before you or have experienced what you've experienced or have been successful in certain areas? Absolutely. I love that. So I'm constantly looking at who's not in a comparison way, but looking at leaders industry leaders how have you done that what didn't work what worked setting up meetings connecting with people yeah very very important how often would you do any um self-development or education on your side of things that's a good question i'm constantly i feel like i'm constantly learning watching observing asking questions yeah meeting with people Going to different events. Yeah. Yeah. Has there been any major event that you've been to that's really made an impact on you? Or a speaker that's really made an impact on you? It was interesting. I was nominated for the Osmopreneur Awards in August, which was in Sydney. So we were in two categories. One, making a difference, people's choice, but then a judge category, creating a social impact. That was incredible to be in Sydney with those 200 women 
wow. women in business. So like, I want everyone's business card. <laughs> it was amazing, amazing. And on the Friday, listening to just incredible, successful women in business. So women with startups right through to $20 million global companies. Wow. That was powerful. And we came second. Yeah, congratulations. Awesome. Thank amazing. you. Yeah. Beautiful. So what qualities do you feel are important when it comes to building relationships in business? Kindness. Yeah. And it's little things. It's You need to be clever and strategic, but kindness. Remember somebody's name. <laughs> That's a big one. And listening. You know, yeah. there's an art in asking the right questions and you just then hold space. Yeah. Beautiful. And and always for me it's knowing what that person maybe needs or wants to hear and just being guided always and honest and vulnerable. Yeah. And truthful. That's like every relationship, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Like that's so important because so many people you know, I see I go to a lot of networking events and things like that and you see a lot of people want to jump in for what they do or what they want to talk about yeah. and their side of things. And it's like, well, in this day and age we need to look at how we can connect on a personal level with no want or need to get something out of it. Like I think some people are going to that space with, oh, what can I get out of it? I can get a new client, I can get this, yeah. I can get that. Whereas if you're just there for connection, you're more likely to be able to build that rapport and build the connection so then it may eventually lead to something. But having that need and it's almost like coming from a space of scarcity where you're just like, I just want this out of this person, where it becomes very shallow and very empty. So mm -hmm. I love that you said that. That's, that's beautiful. Um, so when you think about... Is there anything that you do on a regular basis that you keep yourself in balance? Like obviously you're doing a lot of giving back and you're supporting people in vulnerable situations that, you know, don't have a lot of people around them. What do you do for yourself? The give back also actually fills me up. It's amazing. That's part of what lights me up and fills me up. It, I feel very much at home, immersed in our give back program. I've got some key, like some non-negotiables. Yoga plays a big part. Awesome. Um, I went this morning. Nia Dance. It's my soul medicine. Brings yep. me back. Friends. Yeah. Meditation. Surfing. So it, how do you find time to fit, fit all this in? I don't always. <laughs> well, I've just started again because I go at... I don't seem to have a middle ground. There's like a thousand miles an hour. I'm completely stopped. So I constantly come back, reset, reset, yeah. reset. And it's mapped. Like it's mapped. Like at the beginning, Sunday night, I'll map and I'll put in my diary, self-care, movement, whatever that yeah. is for the week. Awesome. And so it is like it. I do. Yeah. And again, it's interesting it's like I woke up this morning and my first thought was, no, just sit down and start working. And then it's like, no, you know, that devotion to self, discipline yeah. to self. I will be more productive. I know, know I'm more productive when I'm feeling stronger in body, yeah. mind and spirit and I have, some, I have space. So where on your list, like when you think about your priorities when it comes to business, where does your health and well-being sit on your list? I'm in a good place at the moment. <laughs> You'd asked me a month ago, it would be very different. I mean, having been through cancer, yeah. health's it's top, you know. Yeah. And because joining hands lights me up and it is my purpose, I mean, there'll be some weeks I will do 60, 70 hours a week. Full on. It is. But I, again, it lights me up. I love yeah. it. And I know that joining hands is part of the reason I'm still on the planet. Yeah, amazing. And I think too, like a lot of people talk about burnout and I think it's something that's becoming this buzzword around at the moment. Everyone's talking about burnout. But when you're in that space mm. and your heart is light, is full, full and you're completely lit up, then it doesn't even resonate. Like 
burnout isn't even in your mind. Like it's something I think it's the perspective of if you don't want to be doing what you're doing, then that's when burnout becomes mm. a thing. So, but I love that you've got health and wellness really above, really on high on your list because so many people put that when it comes to business, they're really confident in the business aspect, yet they let their health and wellness slide. So I think that's really important to be able to keep your energy high and to be able mm. to do what you want to do. And for me as well, I'm solo mama. I've got two girls. I'm it. So if I'm not well and healthy and thriving... The whole unit falls down. <laughs> everything, it does. Yeah. I, I don't have... I'm it. So that that's another piece. So how do you balance quality time with your family and still be able to devote this mountain time to your enterprise? I think I have this flexibility. So sometimes I work at night. I mean, I actually love working on a Sunday. It's yeah. actually one of my favorite days to work. <laughs> yeah. No one calls you. Yeah. No one emails. It's brilliant. Yeah. There's no interruptions. <laughs> and there's this sense of just stillness and gentleness on a Sunday. There's it's less special. noise, isn't there? Yeah, like, yeah. It's a great day to work. Um, so there's flexibility. And my girls are a little bit older now so they will know I might say I need to just do two or three hours now yeah and for them it's they have come to events they've worked you know they work alongside me so they love and I'll say to them what if I got a normal job and did no mum no why would you do that mum <laughs> keep doing joining hands so it's beautiful. They really believe in the message. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's lovely. That's awesome. So we all have a little voice in our heads constantly telling us what we can and can't do. What does your little voice say to you when you hit a roadblock? That's a good question. I sat on a panel recently and I was asked, what stops you? And I said nothing. I did not answer the question. I said nothing stops me. I think for me with a good practice of, that's why I love the practice of mindfulness and meditation. Because yeah. that gives me the space and awareness to really hear yeah. and see and listen to what, what, my, what those patterns are, what that narrative is, what is that dialogue. Thank you, noticed... No, and then it's action. Yeah, you know, awareness, notice, and then for me, then we're at choice. We're all at choice in every moment. Easy, no. Do I stuff up constantly? But it's like, okay, come back, reset. Awesome. So, do you fit that into like? Do you have a little morning routine that you follow, or an evening routine, or? I'm actually talking about coach. I've just been working one on one with an amazing meditation coach. And it's, I've done different trainings. I've done Vipassana and a lot of different meditation yeah. trainings. And this new way, it's just, it's simple and beautiful. So I kind of bring it into my day. Oh, great. Yeah, just kind of can thread, yeah. thread through. I'm not great at committing to... <laughs> I make a routine and I don't like routine, so... Fair enough. <laughs> Is there something that you do, though, to start your day in a positive note or...? Um, practice of Nia Five Stages, which is a somatic practice on that starts on the floor. So it sounds a bit weird, but just like moving on the floor, but it shifts my energy, gets my system moving, my body moving, and I straight away feel energised. And, and, and clear and centered and I do like oh, oh I'll go for a walk like I actually love moving my body yeah. like I love how that makes me feel I don't do it to hit, it, hit a fitness no, goal or anything no. like that yeah. it just makes me feel great yeah I love that because it's so important that people have this thing where oh you're going for a run like well it's actually more of a mindfulness practice mm. for me like just to get out and to move your body and it does actually shift your mindset and shift the way that you feel about things and helps you mm. clear so much up. So it's really important. Hey, um, is there anything else that when you hit, so on the flip side, so you notice that you have that awareness of your narrative. 
Is there anything that comes into play when you have a success, when you think about being successful? What comes to mind? Oh, I love it. The girls know. <laughs> the girls know because I work from home a lot. I go into some kind of strange dances and they'll go, Mum, did you just weekend another ambassador? And I'm like, yes, because like the ambassador, happy dance. But what actually, what I would like to do better is I know I don't often stop and reflect. Yeah. Yet you celebrate. And acknowledge. I do celebrate. I could celebrate more. Yeah. And my team are brilliant for that element and that reminder of, well, hey, no, that was amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, because I just go, okay, <laughs> stop and next. Take that in. What's yeah. next? Which Always is, looking forward and up. Yeah. Always. But yeah, which is awesome, but it's also too that it's almost an aspect of receiving. Mm. So that's really important to acknowledge as well. That's beautiful. So what would you say your proudest moment has been? Ha oh. ha. It's it's the it's what we're able to do. It's what we're able to give back. I mean there's so many amazing pieces through the enterprise and the business, but the proudest is what we've created. Yeah. You know, we've created a sustainable, innovative program and give back program that stands on its own. We get no government funding. You know, we've just created this amazing model. That makes me proud. super proud. Yeah, it's incredible. Is there a moment that you can think of where maybe early in the days where you were having your clinics or you were experiencing um, being able to do the give, give back or wellness services that really made you stop and think, wow, we're really making an impact here? Maybe someone you interacted with or something you achieved? Oh, it's, I mean, it's, I always have that. That, that sensation and you know at every second Tuesday night team of three of us are at the Red Cross night cafe which is an amazing service and they have 30 to 50 homeless young people come in every Tuesday and Thursday night and they access food the services they can have a shower they can get clothing and we come in with two massage chairs and a table and it's been incredible. You know, it took us probably six, seven months of just showing up consistency to build trust, yeah. trust and respect and rapport. And now we'll treat up to 17 young people on that Tuesday wow. night. And word has spread. spread. <laughs> it's getting bigger. And they come in, they bound down the stairs and come and sign up. Like all the sheets will be booked. Amazing. It is. It's, you know, and it's, it's young people who potentially have just come out of detention, like they're sleeping on the streets, mental health, abuse. Yeah. So many different. It's it's powerful. So how do you handle the emotional side of things? Like the fact that you are able to give back, but then, you know, the need to want to do more. How do you handle the emotional side of that, of walking away from those events? 99% of the time, I'm, I've got great boundaries, really solid boundaries. I know why I'm there yeah. and what I'm there to deliver. And I know that there's other services to provide what we're not providing. Team. You know, I have an amazing team that yeah. I can access and talk to. And I think having been in the sector for such a long time, like across 20 years, yeah. I have a pretty amazing toolkit yeah. that I can draw on. And then there's my personal practices yeah. of yoga and, and, and Nia and meditation. Yeah. But s sometimes it's hard. I can think of a few young people that will bring me to absolute yeah. tears and for me it's that sense of this is just not fair yeah totally right. and and you know it's not often i feel like i want to do more but now and then i go i wish i could do more for this yeah 
young person. And I draw on probably a greater belief system or values that everyone's here walking their purpose on their path, whatever that is, and this is the piece I can do. Yeah. This is what I'm here to do. And there's so much more that's involved that's, that's, that's beyond. Their journey and, yeah. Yes. And even as a mum with my girls, I come back to that Yeah. all the time. Beautiful. So how do you feel that you've changed over the experience of joining hands? <gasps> a greater sense of what I can do. A greater sense of and knowing that actually anything is possible. You can actually do anything. Um, no way in the world would I have imagined that this is what I would be doing. And I've been doing more speaking and sitting on panels. And I always, that inner dialogue is not good enough. You, you are so out of your league here. Yeah, the that's <laughs> yep. That's that that's that strong narrative, and again, I'll notice. Come back to I know enough. I have enough. I am enough. And unless I keep stepping up and out, completely out of my comfort zone, some weeks I wouldn't mind just staying in it just to have a break. <laughs> but that's not how my life happens. Did that answer? Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Awesome. So what would your, what's your big dream? What's your big goal? Like I say, if you're thinking 10 years down the track or 20 years down the track, what's your big, big goal with joining hands? That's interesting. I've recently, I'm working with a healer and I realized having been through cancer, I set no goals. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. None. That was my next question. (laughs) None. This is a recent insight. This is only last month. September and I don't know how it all what's the purpose of not setting goals to be well having been through cancer I felt like if I set goals that might be kind of tempting fate it's hard to put in words and because I now have a real learned experience and sense of in any moment you can be gone. I'm still here, but to dance with death, like I have a sensation of life is so finite. Yeah. So I would not even nothing, not nothing, not more than about a few months, maybe six months ahead. So I was up the Sunshine Coast for Father's Day and I climbed Mount Quillen and was meditating and that awareness really dropped in and I'm like, oh. Because someone had asked me about some goals around joining hands, and I went, Oh, I don't have any, which is crazy. Yeah. So I came down and sat and mapped goals. So I actually mapped to end of 2025. Wow, awesome. I know. So that feels the sensation is just like a really earthed grounded and uh, you know I facilitate groups empowering women to return to work and different things um, with a different service as well and I'm facilitating groups on goal setting (laughs) intention setting vision boarding yeah very funny we always coach what we need for ourselves (laughs) so and then we were watching a video in the group last week and he was talking about it's not a goal unless you're reviewing it and looking at it daily. So I've also now brought in that practice, which is the goals that I set. And they're both for joining hands and personal goals, obviously. Yeah. Is just reviewing, reading them yeah. every day. And so you've recently, um, or not recently, but you've been building on improving the ambassador group in Sydney and Melbourne and SA, Sunny Coast and Gold Coast. So is your plan to make it completely national or what's... Yes. Yeah? Yes. Awesome. So vision of over a thousand ambassadors by in two thousand and twenty five nationally. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. And then with your give back services, you want to be able to offer it, be offering more of those in each city or 
Absolutely. So in terms of our model and how it works, where we have passion engaged ambassadors, we can be delivering give back. So for example, we've got a silver ambassador on the Sunshine Coast, super passionate, wanted to give back. So then part of my role in joining hands role is we find the right fit. Yeah. So I will talk to the ambassador and go, what are you passionate about? It might be young people who have been impacted by drug use, mental health, is it young mums, is it youth justice? So she said, no, young mums, because that was her lived experience. So I found a community partner on the Sunshine Coast, and then there's induction and training, and we put in contracts and MOUs. So she started this week, which is really, really exciting and specifically just working with young mums so part of what joining hands does is we'll match match you as well yeah and facilitate all of that which she said was so grateful yeah she said i would not have known where to start it needs to be Mm. personalized to benefit and honor the young people the ambassador the community partner and then joining hands as a whole. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Full on. So if there, so obviously, is there another way that you then obviously setting goals you're starting to get into? <laughs> um, how do you motivate your team? Good question. I don't seem to have to. I think. They're driven by the They're message. amazing. And, you know, I liked what you said earlier. My team are absolutely incredible and I trust them completely they just that's their zone of genius that's their skill set it's not mine yeah so it's like go yeah go and they do you know i'm so blessed they take ownership it's of incredible. it and run with it yeah and they put up with me and my quirky ways going oh my god this is a great idea can we like do that yesterday it's constant <laughs> like no no you're not there's actually detail involved in that yeah and then they'll bring me back and run through the detail and i go oh okay maybe i'll do that <laughs> next year Sometimes we, but that's big picture people. Like you've got mm. the real big picture. You think about it, uh, the future. You look at it, how like the big impact that you can make, mm. and you know that's your genius. Whereas you know I'm very much the similar person. Whereas it comes to that bottom line detail, I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to sleep <laughs> or it hurts my brain. I know it is. So yeah, is. so having and knowing that and knowing your weaknesses, knowing your strengths, really helps you to build the it right is. team. It's incredible. So is there? What would you say your biggest failure has been in business? I know we mess up all the time and we learn along the way. Mm. Has there been a big one that's really made an impact? Similar to what I shared in terms of the greatest learning, you know, and the word failure is interesting, was not getting that early, not getting early support and just doing things constantly, quickly. Yeah without enough thought, planning, or strategy. I mean, we're really starting to do that now, that probably. And how do you feel that's really changing your business now, your business mindset or your business in general? Well, it feels more grounded and earthed. Structured. That's the word. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Structured. Um, all the things I'm not. So, yeah, there's a lot happening in the yeah. in the background, lots of change. And what I've, I've had to learn to be patient. Yeah. <laughs> really patient and, and let go. Yeah. And, and know and trust that it will happen in the time. Yeah, that's supposed to happen. Absolutely. And that's taken – that's a quite a new – thing for me as well learning to surrender and it's always for me it was like push 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 yeah try the next thing let's go absolutely and then and again that's why the team are brilliant and they go no you're not doing that (laughs) you're not doing that you're not i've got this cracker amazing idea yeah it lights me up and i think now they've moved it to 2019 (laughs) i know so stay posted yeah (laughs) But it's like I very much have learnt the same thing that you know if you go in gung ho and then you like trying to 
enroll people into what you're what you're selling I guess is probably the way it's sort of like without the strategy behind it it becomes empty and it's sort of like you try to achieve this massive thing and without the play or the you know there's strategy to everything from football to you know Mm. every business to every aspect of what people do strategy also I feel gives you peace of mind that there is you know there's the next step and it kind of lets you sleep at night (laughs) That's a, yeah, that's a good point. There is a sense of that calm. Mm. 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 Nice. So is there anything that you're listening to or reading at the moment that you're loving? No, I'm listening to a lot of music at the moment. I'm actually dancing a lot. Reading? What am I reading? I'm reading a novel because I need a break. Yeah, fair enough. I need a break. Um... I do that, like I'm like personal development, personal development, mm, novel. <laughs> mm, mm. No, not really. Is there anything else that you're excited about right now? What's coming? Yeah. What's coming? Anything you can share? And we'll gain up just the we're reworking changing the ambassador program to improve that based on the feedback from our existing business owners and it will be more scalable and the resources and benefits will be accessible no matter where where you're located so that that excites me and personally we're growing my personal brand so next year for me wanting to sit on more panels and do more public speaking to help help grow our audience and our reach how how do you feel about public speaking i love it really has it always been that way (laughs) no no no, no. How has that changed? Or how did you change it? It's a good question. I, it's fun. Because um, a lot of people would look at it and go, oh, God, no. Like, that's a huge fear. Learnings is a game for me to be authentic, and I'm quirky, and I often swear too much, <laughs> and that's all okay. It's... Some people it, love that, though. Like, I was at Tony Robbins a couple of weeks ago. He swears full on. <laughs> like, full on. And it was something that some people were shocked. Mm. But he used it in a way that was very impactful. Yes. So, you know, sometimes it's effective. <laughs> yes. It can be. It yeah. can be. I find it can be. For me, it's about I love inspiring people. And I can reach people. And just, it's storytelling. It's beautiful. Awesome. Very, very cool. So how do you then, like, do you have nerves when you get to get up? Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. And the mind kicks in. And, but again, I I power pose. Yeah, love that. That's the Amy Cuddy TED Talk. Yeah. So the two-minute power pose. And breath, no notes. Wow. Okay. Depending on where I am, I may have one postcard with just a few dot points, but that's it. I find that it takes me out. If yeah. I have to look and read rather than trust that what I need to share will come through. And I will say I know enough, I am enough, I have enough. Yeah. Beautiful mantra. And I did. I've had an epic fail speaking gig. One, it was, and I even when I finished, I said to my partner at the time, was that as bad as I think it was? He said, yes, worse. <laughs> <laughs> and I swore I would never, ever, ever again. Um, but great learnings of going, okay, don't speak about topics outside of... Your genius. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah, it was, oh, it was so bad. So how did you get back up after that? It was so bad. I stuck to talking about what I know. Yeah. Completely. And trusting that... And, you know, for me, it's about I know to grow joining hands and for us to get where we want us to be, I constantly need to be doing things that make me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> but I'm also addicted to challenge, thrive yeah. on a challenge, and love risk, you know, taking a risk is it kind of suits my nature yeah. as well. And so before when I asked you about your biggest failure, you've mentioned about the word failure what does that what is the meaning of failure for you it's more for me if something doesn't work yeah a beautiful lesson 
in knowing we're just going to pivot. Yeah. We're just going to shift. Or especially in my role onboarding ambassadors, like lots of calls and emails, you know, that's a lot of no, 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 no. That's great too. Either not the right time. I always bring it back to me. Take full responsibility yeah. for me, what I'm doing. Maybe it's my technique. Maybe they're not ready. Yeah. Maybe it's the delivery. Maybe it's our communication. Or maybe that's not our people. Yeah. Oh, I love that's that. That's not our people. So let's. what's next? So then you wouldn't even use the word failure? Not or... often. No, cool. Um, so it's like... It's just changing the trajectory and just mm. looking at what you can do differently. Mm. Mm. Learning is a beautiful opportunity for growth. It's really, and the reason why I ask that is because so many um, successful people that you read about, you interview, that you speak to, they have a completely different aspect or concept of what failure means to them. Mm. It's like, just like you just said, it's not even part of my <clears> vocabulary. <throat> I don't use the word and it's something that I look at and go, well, it's not a failure. It's actually what... I figured out what doesn't work. I'm going to try something else. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. So what would you say to someone um, that is looking at taking their passion and turning it into a business? Know your why. Know your why. Really drill down deeply into what that why is. You will need that connection. Yeah. To why? To business is not easy. Yeah. Is tough. And as I said, get support, mentor, coach, however that looks for you. Go and find the right person. Awesome. And invest in at the beginning. And with hindsight, what do you feel has been the biggest stepping stones that has sort of helped you get to where you are like if you think about if you would the advice that you would give to someone stepping up like and putting themselves out there on the line and mm-hmm. going into business <clears throat> impact academy was one which was the business accelerator coaching program because it gave me foundations yeah i remember um the financial session and they had a spreadsheet up. I just cried. They said, and you need to do a financial forecast for 12 months. But I just cried. <laughs> and I remember Peter looked at me and said, why are you crying? I'm like, I can't do that. He said, well, you can and you have to. And you do the work. Yeah. You need to do the work. And, you know, we talked about earlier a team, but often when you start, you don't it's have a you. team. It's you. So... But again, you can find mentors and people want to help you. Like mm. I have had, we are so blessed, the phenomenal people who have come along and given time, often different things through pro bono. It's been incredible. Awesome. Because that's it. When you're so connected to your why and you're on this mission, people want to be a part of that. Mm. So why not let them help you? You know, it's something that's so important. And yet... When it comes to business in general, you mentioned that you had no business um, information or business background when you first started it. What's one key thing that you think that's so important that you have to focus on or that you um, need to be aware of in business? Finances is a big one and... So I learned working out how to use a spreadsheet. <laughs> Absolutely, I learned, and it's you know there's a great book, and I can't remember the name of it, but it talks about kind of the three main elements in business, and knowing your finances, this is like a GPS. Yeah. Like if you don't have an understanding of your finances, how do you make any decisions? So for me, every day I'm in our budget and forecast. Yeah. And you know I sat. This oh last week and forecasted through to December wow. 2018. Wow. So I know and have a sense of, then it allows us to be strategic, to plan, mm. to know, should we do another retreat here? Can we do this? It's all of those pieces. So that's, there's more, but yeah. that, that's one that really stood out to you. And I think can block and stop people 
Yeah. They get really fearful around. Yeah, money is a huge thing. It's something that I constantly coach on, money mindset, like being able to understand mm. what your beliefs are around money, what your energy is around money, and it becomes can be such a fearful situation or it can be something that's uplifting and exciting. So it's something that mm. I think everyone in every situation needs to. I'm going to do an actual separate podcast on money mindset because it can impact your business massively, personally and professionally. Mm, absolutely. Mm. And that's, yeah, that that's constant learnings for mm. me and mindfulness. And again, I worked for six months one-on-one with a coach around money, yeah. money mindset, financial literacy, both yeah. personally and for joining hands. Yeah. Beautiful. I just love that you've really taken aspects and know your genius but then look at okay so how can i better myself in different areas so if mm. this freaks me out how can i have more knowledge and be able to take it to the next level i think that's really great and it was powerful i remember before i started with her just the questions i had to answer showed me how much you didn't know oh my yeah <laughs> yeah amazing yeah it's like oh okay yeah, I remember one of my first sales roles that I was, and I had to have, I had a budget, and I was like, and I had to work out how I'm going to make that budget, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I ask people to buy stuff. <laughs> so yeah, you do, you learn along the way, mm. and I think that's really important to walk in with. How, how can I learn more rather than just putting up that block on that wall of going, no, I don't know how to do that. Becomes mm. a huge, mm. can be either a roadblock or a learning curve. And again. That connection to your why, most days, potentially, you will need to do something you don't want to do, yeah. you don't feel like doing, you're not comfortable doing. Again, that you're at choice. How bad do you want it? But then on the successful side of things, what's business given you? The first word that drops in, which is hilarious, is freedom. Yeah. And, you know, it's that potential for what it can bring. Yeah. It's, you know, there's potential for joining hands yet generate a lot of revenue which creates a massive impact. Mm. It's, and for me, it's that element of, oh, my God, what's going to happen today? Oh, what is possible? That I love. Yeah. That I love. That lights me up. And keeps me going. Yeah. You know, and it's... Because some days I feel like quitting, going, this is crazy. What am, <laughs> what, what, what am I doing? This yeah. is insane. And, you know, it's interesting. One of our ambassadors, beautiful Kate, we were having a conversation and I was asking her why she got involved and came on board. And she said, well, if we're not doing this work, Kylie, and giving back, no one else is doing it. mm no one else is going to come and give these kids access to wellness. So you can't give like, up? No. No. There is no other social enterprise, not-for-profit yeah. or charity just doing this. Yeah. I've just got goosebumps. Yeah, totally. So, and it's it's also the public speaking. The other mantra that I have before I speak is that I'm standing up as the voice for the 44,000 young people that are homeless. Wow. Every night in Australia. That's, I'm that vehicle. I'm, that's my purpose. Yeah. You know, it's not about me. When I hop out of my own freaking way, ego aside, I'm just led and pulled and I can step up for them. Mm. It's not about me. Amazing. You know? Mm. thank you so much that's mm. that's a really beautiful way to look at it because you're right like there are 44,000 people on the streets in Australia in pe where people think that it doesn't happen and for you to actually step up and go this is my mission and be able to take it to the next level and be able to impact on a weekly daily basis is huge so I want to thank you for that it's really really amazing thank you so, so much. for people who want to connect with you where would be the best way to find you so you can go to our website, it's www.joininghands.com.au. There's, we've got a beautiful video. We worked with an amazing filmmaker at the end of last year and it gives us a rare look and insight into the lives of four young people experiencing homelessness. That 
have received wellness through a program and breaks down some barriers yeah. and myths. You know, another big part of our role is, is educating, yeah. educating community and people what homelessness is and what it, what it isn't. So, yeah, there's a beautiful video. There's a lot of information on our website and there's information on our ambassador program that you can find and there's a contact page on there as well. Beautiful. And then obviously we're on Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, beautiful. Twitter, LinkedIn. Awesome. Cool. I'll make sure I put all of that in the show notes so people can connect with you. And I really want to encourage as many people as they can to connect with, with Kylie because it's something that you know really needs the support from our business owners here in Australia because there are a lot of people and a lot of homeless and a lot of youth on the streets that don't mm. need to be. And the more and more we can impact, the better. So I want to thank you so much for your time today and for your honesty and your openness and for your mission and for you to step up into your why and to be able to impact so many people and for your honesty and openness today. Beautiful. Thank you. It's been an honor and fun and thank you for doing what you're doing. Pleasure. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.